Marathon Weekend is one of Pittsburgh's biggest parties of the year, flooding 14 neighborhoods with up to 40,000 runners over two days. It takes a lot of planning and mathematical muscle to make it happen. 90.5 WESA's Megan Harris brings us this story for Essential Pittsburgh, our ongoing series about how Pittsburgh lives and how the city is evolving. <laughs> and we're rolling. Dennis DiRamondo is in a good mood. Really good for a guy riding his bicycle directly into traffic on the wrong side of the road up the West End Bridge. Morning. Measuring for the marathon. <laughs> All right, here we go. Have a good day. So he's going to stop here, mark down the number, and he's going to keep on going. That's Travis Kilpatrick of P3R, the Northside organization behind the Pittsburgh Marathon. He's following DiRamondo in a truck as closely as he safely can. No police support vehicles, no closed roads. It's a sunlit, gusty Friday, and they need DiRamondo to cut every corner as if he were the only person on the road. Like if you took a string between two points and pulled it tight, that's what you want. As opposed to a car where you have to be in a certain lane and you have to take wider turns, this and that. The shortest route possible. Perfect diagonal. Perfect tangent equals a very unique split of the road. DiRamondo biked the entire length of the marathon and its subsidiary races twice, roughly 70 miles when you account for calibrating the bike and course overlap. In a perfect world, P3R would have just used last year's course. It was already certified, methodically measured. But based on the construction that's happening in the city right now, it's requiring us to make major changes to our courses. That's COO Stathis. She and her team spent months poring over their options and using Map My Run to estimate the routes. Some options cut off bus access. That wouldn't fly. And they can only close so many exit roads and bridges at once. It always comes down to a bridge. It's just sort of the nature of the beast about you know, having events in cities. Regional course certifier Nathan Porch says marathon courses can be broken into two categories. Backcountry rural runs that soak in nature and cities. You know, they have really cool architecture and really cool scenery that we get to you know, run through. We get to run down really nice paved streets that would normally be choked with traffic and not be a safe place for runners to run. But in order to have all of those nice things, the architecture and the nice roads, we have to have construction. Last year, the course started downtown and snaked into the north side via the 16th, 9th, and 7th Street bridges. That's David McCullough, Rachel Carson, and Andy Warhol. The latter two are now in the middle of a six-year renovation. And then there were the games. The Pirates had already announced an afternoon game for Marathon Day, and Stathis' team had to factor in the possibility that reigning Stanley Cup champions, the Pittsburgh Penguins, would be defending home ice that night. They aren't, but they had to think about it. This year's route features two fewer bridges, but it does take runners past all three major sports arenas, a first in its 30-plus year history. All that has had DiRamondo and Kilpatrick literally sweating the details. Yeah, he's getting, he's starting to wear down. <laughs> I got you, Travi. It takes months to plot the courses, days to measure them and calculate runners' paths down to the inch, and they have just hours to dress the city for its biggest and most sprawling party of the year. Kilpatrick sent his calculations to Porch for official U.S. track and field certification just last week. Spoiler, they passed. And that's good for 10 years. If your course doesn't change. As long as the course doesn't change. Excellent point. The marathon begins Sunday at 7 a.m. I'm Megan Harris for Essential Pittsburgh, 90.5 
90.5 WESA News. You're still-